Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. Thank you for joining us this evening at the table with Darlene. We are so glad that you're here. I hope that you have had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday and that you're settled back in knowing that the greatest uh, time of the year is ahead of us, uh, Christmas. And it's not just because we love to give gifts and get gifts, but it's because it's, it's a reminder to all of us that the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords came to this earth and we are so grateful for that and so this is the holiday season a lot of people uh, don't know why that why they like it so much but you can it if you we took a poll it would probably be the one uh holiday that most people would say they enjoy the most and so uh we're getting close to that holiday and looking forward to that but tonight we have a really uh special time around the table and I want to take just a moment to introduce you, of course, to the regulars. Sitting to my right is my sweetie, uh, Daryl Rhodes. Daryl, we're glad as always. It's a pleasure to be here, as always. <laughs> as always, yeah. Uh, and right across from me is Chris, our wonderful producer. Chris, we are so grateful to you and all that you do, and thankful that uh, you don't give up and you don't quit. It's a pleasure to be here as well. <laughs> Oh, here we oh, go. They, these two are something else tonight. Yeah. Well, Jessica, I'm glad you're here this week well, because they it's a pleasure just, to be here, isn't it? Jessica? It is. Mm-hmm. They get, they've, they're just rough without you, so I'm really glad you're here. Yeah, we missed you last week. Well, thank you. Yeah, we, we missed you too. We did. Can you hear her all right? Yeah, she'll need to get a little closer. Okay. We're sharing microphones, so yeah. I don't want to talk too loud. That's right, because we have a table that's full. So I, know, I really, I really, really think that we need to try to expand our board and go a little further. So we, because we find ourselves in this quite a few times now where we need a one, an extra one or two. So, yeah. and I think that's good that we would do. But it's with great pleasure that I get to introduce two very special, sweet people that we've only met maybe three weeks ago, right? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's Chris. And Rachel, you got it. Uh, oh, what? Coleman. Coleman. Yes, Coleman. All the way. <laughs> I was. Well, what are you saying? Yes, uh, Coleman. All the way from Haiti, and we're so glad you're here. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. We're glad to be with y'all. Yeah, thanks for having us. Oh, it's 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 a really something. When you all came into Solid Rock a few weeks ago, and we just got to it, it's was interesting because you can tell God's kids by the spirit that's around them. You, you can tell, you know, those that uh, are happy just to be uh, representatives of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we could just feel that around yeah. you. So it was so cool, you know, just to get to meet you and uh, talk to you very little. We still haven't had the opportunity to talk much to you. But uh, really felt instantly that would love to have you on our podcast, love for you to share with our audience what's going on in your world and, mm-hmm. and why and how you ended up in Haiti and what you're doing at home. So we have a lot to ask you and find out about. Uh, but first of all, just tell us why you're in the States right now. I've got I've got this one. <laughs> That's true. Okay, so we have evacuated from Haiti temporarily. 
um, because of, well, really a few different reasons, but I'm sure you guys saw on the news that the 17 missionaries were kidnapped. Um, That combined with unrest and country, and then a huge piece of it was that um, gangs have sort of taken over the route between us and the airport. And so resources have been blocked. And so water was beginning to, you know, become more scarce. Really, the Mm. the hugest issue has been gas and diesel. Um, And so it, it, we sort of had like a few things, like these three things aren't remedied by a certain day, we believe it's probably time for us to go for a season. And um, they were not. And so we made the decision and we're gone within two days. We made the decision on Friday, Friday, the 29th. And by the 31st, we had mm. we drove into Port-au-Prince wow. uh, before the sun was up. Wow. And we had to stay in a, a guest house there for two days, um, kind of wait out what we knew was um, going to be a little dicey on the roads for those two days. Sure. And then we flew out on a cargo plane um, with a Missionary <laughs> Flight International. That's wow. first class, on, isn't it? Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> they are loud. Yeah. And we did that on November 2nd. So we've been in the States since November 2nd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was the, uh, the the gangs that controlled the area to the airport said they were going to have a three-day kind of standstill so they could allow gas and transportation to go through. So we saw it as an opportunity to be able to get out safely. Mm-hmm. So we we took that opportunity and went ahead and went to Port-au-Prince mm-hmm. and just hung out there for a couple of days, like Rachel said. Mm-hmm. So there was, when as you were going to the airport, did you have any kind of resistance, or was it just like the way was just? I think, wide I think open? we left around five o'clock in the morning. Five um, or six. We, we our goal was to be really through the rough areas by sunrise, which we did not accomplish. No, we did not. <laughs> there was uh, one gas station decided to open up that day, so there was hundreds of people in the street lining up to to mm-hmm. get fuel. So we hit a little traffic on the way in, but thankfully. Uh, there was no gang activity, and mm-hmm. we were able to get there safely. So wow. mm-hmm. that, that was uh, God's hand watching yeah, over absolutely. us. Mm-hmm. You just never know the angels of the Lord, mm-hmm. how, how mm-hmm. God has stationed them to protect you. And absolutely. not just during that time, but the whole time you're there. Yeah. Thank God right. for his the, our angels of the Lord that surround us and protect mm-hmm. us in all of our ways. So, true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh, how long have you been in Haiti? We've been there six and a half years. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, six and a half. It'll be mm-hmm. seven in May. Yes. Tell, us, tell us how the call started. Yes, how that's you, what I was going to ask next. Uh, why what you were doing when you got yeah. the call. Because yeah. I, love, mm-hmm. I love to hear those stories because it helps us <laughs> to, uh, it might help somebody else that's having the same thoughts. Right. Well, Rachel's she's wanted to be a missionary since she was a little kid. Yeah. It just took God a little bit longer to tell me. <laughs> or, or for me to listen, I guess would be the... The right way to say it, but we were uh, we were youth pastors in the Chicago area, and also in uh, Richmond, Virginia. Mm. And I was we were youth pastors there, and then we moved out to Phoenix, Arizona, to be associate pastors. And we had a small group in our our living room on Mondays, mm-hmm. and we were just going through the Gospels and seeing how Jesus really ministered to people mm-hmm. and. God just started placing on our hearts that we needed to do that in a foreign country. Um, so we started downsizing, sold cars, mm-hmm. sold our house, lived in a, a rental, mm-hmm. just, and we had no idea where we were going. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. We just Mm-mm. were getting ready for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we downsized as much as we could, and then we 
Uh, got your passports. Yeah, we got passports. <laughs> yeah. Had to get the kids' passports. Right. And how old were your children at that time? 12, 10, and 5. Okay. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. Yeah, so I sat them down. Um, we had a little family prayer meeting. I said, okay, guys, the door's opening to go to Haiti. Uh, we had a, a mutual friend that, that worked there. Mm-hmm. And I said, what do you guys think? And to my surprise and you know delight, every one of the kids is like, yes, Dad, let's go. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it was kind of a family commitment. Mm-hmm. Uh, we tried to involve the kids as much as we could in the yeah. decision process. and. Mm-hmm. So it was Team yeah. Coleman to Haiti. <laughs> yep. cool. Doesn't it remind you of the Burma Rangers yeah. when yeah, the guy yeah. sat down with his kids yeah. and they all yeah. got involved in the, the work in Burma? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever watched that before? I don't, no, I don't no, think I've I don't seen think it. So. It's worth it. You would, worth it. Is it? Yeah, you yeah. would really enjoy yeah. it, and okay. especially your story and all. Yeah, but it correlates yeah. a lot. So mm-hmm. much, yes. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I know our listeners would love to know what is it that you are doing in Haiti? You met, you got the call and tell us a little bit how that all coordinated to get you there and get Mm -hmm. started. Well, we could even back up just a little bit too. When God started kind of putting on our heart, you know, that this is what it looks like to be a believer. It really began stateside. Um, Our 12 year old daughter, actually, she had a huge heart for just the homeless. And so she started putting together homeless bags. And for her 12th Mm -hmm. birthday, that was what she wanted. So all of her friends came together and they all brought shampoos and socks. And and we just put together these bags. And then um, they all took them and kept them in their car and asked God for the right opportunity just to to connect with somebody that was homeless so and this is why you were in phoenix this is mm-hmm. while we were outside of phoenix mm-hmm. so it sort of began like that and then i was actually waitressing at that point i was working at a cracker barrel and um i was talking to a one of the, my fellow waitresses and she said if you could do i don't know just this random philosophical moment okay <laughs> standing around you know the biscuits and gravy <laughs> she said if you could do anything what would you do and I said, well, I mean, pie in the sky, if I could do anything, I would be where the suffering is the most intense. And I would be a part of God's answer to that. I would get to see how he alleviates some of that suffering, I said. And then kind of offhanded, I said, but we can't do that because my husband is um, mostly blind. And um, so he's always had issues with not wanting to go to a third world country (laughs) while he had contacts. Well, as I said that, I realized that in his last position, he had good enough insurance to get LASIK surgery. And I had never put the pieces together. So in that moment, I just it was like an explosion in my heart. And I knew and I came home from waitressing that night and we would always sit out on the back porch. And I was like, back porch. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, back porch meeting here. Back porch immediately. <laughs> yes. And I said, "Honey, like, I, I think we're supposed to go on the mission field." And I mean, instantaneously. Which things like this, I feel like, aren't this mm-hmm. instant unless they're the Holy Spirit. He just said yes, like, like that is absolutely what we are supposed to do. And so that's really like, and, and then it was from that point that we started selling, found out about Haiti. And everything kind of snowballed, beautiful. and we ended up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, and it, it was interesting. We thought we were going to end up in West Africa. Mm-hmm. We looked at, but just nothing was right until, until we settled on Haiti. Yeah, we actually went to Haiti on a short-term missions trip, mm-hmm. just to kind of 
keep the passion there. We didn't even think we were going to go. We were like, let's just go to Haiti while we're selling all our things so that we can just be reminded why we're doing what we're doing. Okay. You know? And we've been there ever since. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That is a wonderful testimony. It how is. Being led so by the Spirit of God and how mm-hmm. God yes. causes yeah. all things to work together. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and mm-hmm. deal with husbands that are stubborn and hard to <laughs> <laughs> And that can now see very well, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yep. Yeah. Yes. That's, mm-hmm. that's awesome. So yeah, now I'm the one with glasses. <laughs> I'm the one that needs LASIK. <laughs> that is so cool. So tell us about some of the projects that you're involved in uh, mm-hmm. in Haiti. So one of our goals when we moved there and started our ministry was to partner with Haitian churches, schools, and community groups. So we didn't go there to start a church or to start our own kind of ministry. Yeah. We went really there to support what yes. was already going on. I love that. So we've, we've got a number of pastors and churches that we connect with um, and schools and community groups. And we really just kind of sit around and talk with them, see how things are going, seeing how we can help advance their ideas, their ministry, mm-hmm. um, what God's calling them to do. And it, it's looked different over the years. When we first started going, we had a lot of American teams that would come in. Mm-hmm. So we were able to do big building projects and, right. you know, build benches for the schools or yeah. bookshelves or just whatever mm-hmm. the, the school, school needed. Office. And mm-hmm. with churches, we were able to do start uh, um, kids clubs. Mm-hmm. And so... It's changed a little bit because it's been it's been a few years since uh, we've been able to host teams because of the way Haiti is right now. So now it looks a little different with and it's pre-COVID too, right? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. pre-COVID. The uh, they elected a president and they gave him about two years, and then after that they were kind of aggravated with him, so they started doing some protests, mm-hmm. and the U.S. Embassy put Haiti on a level four do not travel. So it wasn't really safe to bring people in. Mm-hmm. So that that kind of the part of that ministry has changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's more of meeting with individuals, like mm-hmm. uh, starting small businesses with them, mm-hmm. and taking care of the elderly in our in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And like even this last week, we we helped Pastor do a uh, a feeding program for his his church, mm-hmm. and uh, we started a tutoring program today actually with our Haitian staff that's there. So we're still able to have that idea of partnering with people. Mm -hmm. It just looks a little different now. Uh Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So are your staff and and the people that you're associated, are they all safe? Is it safe for them? Yeah. The nationals? Yes. um, Kidnapping has been happening a lot in Haiti with the Haitian nationals. So they have to be aware of what's going on. But we live in in an area that it doesn't happen as often. Mm -hmm. So it it is safer in our neighborhood. Um, But they still have to be kind of aware of their surroundings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're doing great. uh, Mm -hmm. One of them's living in our house and taking care of our dogs. And (laughs) the other one, he takes a little motorcycle into work every day. So, Mm -hmm. but they're doing great. Mm-hmm. That's good. Any idea how long you may have to stay here in the U.S.? I, I have no idea. Um, if it was safe tomorrow, we'd be back. Oh, yeah. Back. Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of it d- depends on what happens with the uh, 17 missionaries that were kidnapped. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, they've released two of them uh, here recently. But it's, they're, I guess they're negotiating to see how things go. And mm-hmm. that will kind of determine whether or not or when we can go back. Mm-hmm. 
And where were the missionaries from that? They were uh, based out of a, a mission in Ohio. Okay. And they were, from from what I can tell, they were outside of Port-au-Prince. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and they were traveling through a kind of a dangerous area mm-hmm. and ended up getting kidnapped by a gang. While they were traveling. Yeah. Okay. Yes. From what we read, they, were, they visited an orphanage mm-hmm. that they sponsor mm-hmm. and they were on their way, I believe, to the airport. To the airport, we've heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were yeah. they all together? Are they all the same they were yes. all, yeah, mm-hmm. there were 17, mm-hmm. 16, 16 Americans and one Canadian. One Canadian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And five, five children? Oh. Yeah, five kids of them. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, that could have happened to any of us yes. at yes. any time. Yes. Uh, when we're on other foreign soil, yeah. you know, where you have no mm-hmm. rights and no protection, it's, it could happen mm-hmm. to any of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could. Mm-hmm. And we, we mm-hmm. always pray when we go that the Lord will just, how, how do we say it, a blind? Uh, yes. Hide us when we need yeah. to be hid. Hide us when we need to <laughs> be hid. Let us not be seen. Yeah. Yeah, it would take a miracle Dangerous. for me to be hidden. I'm six seven. But you know, God is He He's He yes. He can mm-hmm. take care of the tall yeah. too. Yep. Your yep. angels probably three or four <laughs> yeah. times taller than you. I'm sure. Yes. yes. <laughs> but on that note, uh, share with uh, our audience uh, what they call you there. Oh, they, I have a nickname there. Uh, my name is Tall Boss. So, oh boy, <laughs> tall boss. Yeah, I like that. And Creel, Chris is very similar to Christ, so it was kind of mm-hmm. it's easier just to call me tall boss. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, tall boss. that's so cool. And we're we'll here. We live right on the main road, so you know motorcycles and people are walking by all day. And so, um, I mean, the front of our house is 15 feet from the main road, and so we'll hear tall boss hey hey <laughs> and then people awesome. just keep walking Aww. tall boss hey hey <laughs> i'd so love sweet. for for things to clear up and let you get back to mm-hmm. you know what god's called you to do and and we'd love to come to visit you sometime yeah. and we would That'd just ask awesome. we would just give would anything that. to get to go and, and mm-hmm. visit you in, in haiti mm-hmm. we loved hosting teams because it was you know bringing our two worlds together and having Americans kind of meet the people that we yes. love yeah. and and the people that we love get to see, you know, some some people from a different country and mm-hmm. work together and it was a beautiful picture. And mm-hmm. uh, we would love to have teams back someday. Well, hopefully it, it will happen. I've yes. always yeah. said that short-term missions is not what what the Americans do for the Nationals, it's what God does for that that team that, that, team that goes it's down. true right. it is a life-changing experience yeah, mm-hmm. we always say you can never unsee haiti right. oh, and yeah. so once you have yes. seen it it's just with you you know it stays with you the good and the bad sure you know and sure. it's a beautiful thing i think it's a burden from the lord yeah you know it is mm-hmm. it is now poverty is pretty high in uh, haiti uh, unemployment of course i'm sure is quite high mm-hmm. yeah from from the last report i read we were Haiti was one of the poorest countries in the Western mm-hmm. Hemisphere. Uh-huh. And I believe it was, the last time I checked, it was around 70% unemployment. Wow. Um, wow. And, and education is not very strong in Haiti either. Mm-hmm. So it's. You said they have no public educational system? They do have some public. Um, okay. Very the, minimal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, I think two presidents ago kind of started some okay. public schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most of them are supported through churches. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pastor will start a school mm-hmm. so they can have education. Thank God for faith-based right. organizations. Yeah. Well, yeah. and they're private schools still. So, you know, it costs on average. Like the, an average person in Haiti that does have a job, the 30%, would make around $2, $2 a day. And to send your child to school, 
And I'm kind of just going to pick a median number here, but by the time you've bought books and paid the tuition, because none of it's free, you're at like 500 U.S. dollars. Yeah. So it is, uh, you can see why, you know, even if these schools exist, yeah, that's why there are so many sponsorship programs and so Uh, many, uh, you know, kind of aid programs for the schools because paying their teachers is very difficult right. Right. things that we take for granted here in the united mm-hmm. states like i just mm-hmm. send my kids to school every morning yeah. you know mm-hmm. or even like health insurance yeah, you know hospitalization right. that mm-hmm. we take for so so for granted right. mm-hmm. it's a real status symbol to have your school uniform on oh, and the yeah. kids take it very seriously oh, and wow. they make sure their shoes are in and they are adorable when they go to school and, uh, so are they when i was in jamaica mm-hmm. which i that is next to Haiti, and that the, all, mm-hmm. all the kids yeah. would wear their school uniforms. They had them all the time. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That was like a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. They're proud of yeah. Oh, they're very I bet proud. they're either blue or maroon, or what color are they? Actually, every they got all color. kinds of oh, colors. Do they? Yeah, and it's beautiful. Yeah, every school mm-hmm. picked their own uniform, oh. mm-hmm. so you have a, a huge variety. Pink of, and yellow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. everything. How precious. Mm-hmm. What's the main religion there? Mm-hmm. There is a. Uh, there's a there's a big influence of Christianity. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's a ton of churches in Haiti. Mm-hmm. Um, they're doing a great job of reaching people, discipling people. Um, it, but it's like everywhere they have different denominations, right. different religions, right. um, and, and most people know that Haiti has voodoo in it, um, which is kind of a, a scary thing at some right. times. And mm-hmm. but it, it's it's very much a, a part of their culture, um, mm-hmm. part of the way they were raised. And, you know, you see the influence of it in people's lives um, when you do life with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just woven in. Mm-hmm. So your wife mm-hmm. mentioned scholarships or sponsors mm-hmm. a while ago. Uh, how can people get a hold of you if they wanted to uh, give to, to your uh, ministry or to mm-hmm. help somebody in Haiti? Mm-hmm. Tell us how they could mm-hmm. uh, get a hold of you. Sure. Our, our uh, website is called combittogether.org and it's k-o-n-b-i-t together (laughs) and combit is a is actually a creole word that kind of symbolizes what we would like to try to do in haiti it's Mm -hmm. when farmers come together and they'll help one farmer like plant and then they'll go to the next farmer's yard and they'll plant and so it's kind of a community coming together Mm -hmm. to help each other and then when harvest time comes, they do the same thing. They'll help one farmer gather all the oh, stuff. I love mm-hmm. that. So it's like a com- cool. community involvement right. to help each other out. So that's that's kind of where the, the name came from is mm-hmm. we really want to partner with each other with I the Haitian that. community. Yeah. Yeah. Can you spell that again for K-O-N-B-I-T, us? K-O-N-B-I-T and then together.org. Okay. Combittogether.org. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. that's awesome. I love the I love the thought behind yeah. it too. It just mm-hmm. well, and after they work in the fields, they always have a party. So they always eat together. Really? So there's always like you know, there's the working all day. There's the the serving one another. But Haiti is huge community. So they also just share a meal together afterwards, and they laugh and they you know just do life together in a really beautiful way. Mm-hmm. So Takes cool. a village. That's really like yeah. yes. When you hear that. That's well, even while they're working, they're singing and having fun and, and joking with each other. And that's cool. It's, mm-hmm. it's a really neat neat thing to watch. Mm-hmm. You can hear it in our community. I mean, just people walking by our gate and yeah. picking on each other and laughing. They actually, oh, they, yeah. there's a term for it, by blog, which means, like, you give jokes. like, Aww. But they just, they're a playful and very community-oriented group. So, cool. mm-hmm. 
even though they're poverty stricken, they still have joy. They They still know how to live life. Mm -hmm. They do. And they challenge us in our faith all the time. All the time. Oh, yeah. The the amount of faith they have is just Mm -hmm. unbelievable. Mm -hmm. It's it's very challenging. Mm -hmm. They have a saying, CJ Blay, which means if God wills. And they won't even say something like, hey, I'll see you tomorrow without saying CJ Blay. Um, they, they, They won't even let that tiny bit of a confidence that their own plan is going to be brought to fruition just stay Mm. so even you know the people that work with us every day one of my best friends Jeanette every day when she leaves and I forget every time I'll just say well I'll see you tomorrow Mm -hmm. and she'll always look at me and say if God wills (laughs) and I always have to check myself yes we don't we don't know tomorrow but God does and so I'll see you tomorrow you know and and when someone lives Mm -hmm in the kind of situations that they do you know you can see where they their their hope and their faith is totally in god and god alone even though ours is also Mm -hmm. uh, because they see so much of Mm -hmm. destruction and famine around them Mm -hmm. that there's a lot of hope in that statement where we would say that is more of an unsure Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. not such a faith-filled statement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they really have to re- rely on God yeah. for everything. Every yeah. Everything. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it, it is a whole other level that yeah. us as Americans don't even understand right. and you're right. Never yes. grasp. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. wow. mm-hmm. It is so good, and and it's just fun to uh, to get to talk to you guys and get your perspective because, you know, not everyone will ever get to go to other countries. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do but very few people go to all countries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's just really, really exciting to to get to talk to those yes. who have committed their lives to go in mm-hmm. and be the light, whatever light that they can be in, into mm-hmm. the dark places of, of the world. Mm-hmm. And so it's exciting to get to meet the Colmans yes. and that, that have given their life. And I love the stories. Uh, some of our favorite friends of ministry through the years have been those that have just up and like you they just they <laughs> just gone. yeah they just <laughs> up and go all of a sudden you know mm-hmm. it wasn't all of a sudden but God put the burning there then but they knew when the time was getting closer and closer and God opened I, w- I want to tell you about a good friend of mine that uh, in Dallas Texas he was attending uh, Larry Lee's church in Rockwall Texas several years ago and uh, Benson Idahosa from Africa was the guest speaker that morning on, on a Sunday morning. And uh, David Hatley was sitting in the congregation. He was the owner of, of two auto parts stores in the greater Dallas-Fort Worth area. And uh, as, as Benson Idahosa was teaching and preaching that, you know, anybody can be a missionary. We're, we're called. We're all called to be missionaries. David felt that call of God immediately to go. Now, I don't know if he had to convince Jennifer, his wife, like you had to convince him, but uh, because they had children also. I think they had three children at the time as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, first thing he did was after church, uh, he went home and they, they got out their uh, uh, pencils and papers and began to jot down some things, and they, he uh, put his businesses up for sale. They sold supernaturally quick. They sold their businesses and the next thing you know, they're packing up everything and moving to Nairobi, Kenya. Wow. And uh, they have been there ever since. In fact, David just passed away uh, uh, less than a year ago or last year. 
and uh, and she's staying there keeping the ministry going and they've been there like 30 something years now wow so mm-hmm. uh I love the stories where people will answer the call because God is asking all of us to be willing to go. And if we can't go personally, we can send. Absolutely. We can, we can, uh, and to me, people don't understand that sending is, is, is like going in the eyes of God, you know, because not everybody can pack up and sell their businesses and leave, but they can be a part of missions. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, without the partnership of the American church, there's no way that we could do what we get to do. Absolutely. Right. And, it, and we love what we get to do. I mean, it is, it is just a God thing. Yeah. That's, that's the real funny, secret, fabulous thing about it, isn't it? Yeah. When you get to do the most ridiculous things and love it. <laughs> yes. And love it, yes. I mean, I mean honestly. Yeah, we I do. Mean, we love that little What country. an adventure of life. We've had people tell us, how do you do that? We wouldn't do that for any, you know, our friends. How can you use those squatty potties? How can you, you know, how can you go over there and not know anybody and, know, and don't understand the language? But, but we just, uh, to us, it's a thrill. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we have a little bit of us that envies what you do because uh, there's, there's a missionary on the inside of us. There is. There is. <laughs> uh, you were telling me just real quickly before we go that also uh, you do some, some type of marketplace missions, working with mm-hmm. business people and teaching them. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you do like teaching them like accounting and tithing and teaching businesses about mm-hmm. sowing and reaping and how to build businesses and things like that? It, it all really depends on where they're at in their process of business. Yes. Um, we have a missionary that that's, I mean, that's what he does. He, he was a businessman in the States. He comes over and he does all of our small business loans. Mm-hmm. That's so, awesome. And yeah, that's throughout really the cool. whole thing, it's prayer, Bible stories. He's even started a, uh, a separate Bible study just for people that want to come and not necessarily talk about business, just talk about the Bible. But he's he's done math classes, he's done profit and loss, That's budget, awesome. personal budget, business budget. They That's need that. So yeah. cool. it, whatever whatever they're struggling with, he really tries to accommodate and help uh-huh. them with that. Yeah. We uh, we have a friend that did that in ministry and he would uh, do these just zero almost zero percent loans yeah. to the nationals to get them started and uh, hardly ever suffered a loss. They always worked to pay it back and help them get on their feet. We haven't had that much success on the loan paybacks, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just part of the ministry. It is. It is. Yeah. It is. It, sometimes they just they can't help. I mean, you know, like right now everything's shut down, so they, sure. they're not yeah. making money. What do you do? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so what's a good scenario for Haiti right now? Like when you pray for Haiti, what are you praying for? What do you want to see happen? It, I think one of our biggest heart cries is that God just moves in a powerful way, that hearts mm-hmm. are changed. Um, and I, it would be so great to have, you know, just a move of God, but also a, a stable government um, mm-hmm. that really looks out for the people right. instead of their self-interest mm-hmm. and really helps them develop as a country right. and um, helps them with education, with street, with mm-hmm. business. I mean, medical, medical. There's so many, mm-hmm. so many opportunities to improve. Just a lot of the money being like sifted from greed and corruption and that sort of thing, I'm assuming. That, that's what you hear. I right. mean, you know, you hear of millions of dollars being given to Haiti, but it doesn't reach the people on my street. I know. Right. You know so yeah. I don't know where it goes or right. who, who gets the. Because a million dollars in Haiti would go a long way. It would. Sure. It would, it would yeah. be life changing. Yeah. 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 Well, we're going to we're going to pray before we go and just. You know, because I, I really feel like there's people that 
listen to every podcast that something is going to touch their hearts. And mm-hmm. when we have someone on, like such as you, that you 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 uh, dare to believe that God meant what He said to you, mm-hmm. you dared to step out, uh, even afraid, a little scared, a little wondering, wondering what's mm-hmm. going to happen, but you dared to do it. And, and God has shown Himself faithful to you. And there are people that they know that they got the call of God. They know that God has spoken to them. But to say yes is so hard for, for them. And I believe after listening to your story, they're going to be encouraged to wherever it is that God wants them to step out of their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And, and because, you know, we only get one trip through life. And Absolutely. if we aren't enjoying the trip, we're on the right. wrong track, on the wrong <laughs> yes, road. Amen. But if we are truly enjoying who we mm-hmm. are in Christ and what Christ is doing in and through us, then we know that he's got our future wherever he leads us. And I think it's accepting that mm-hmm. and, and being excited about that and trusting in our God. And, mm-hmm. and so I, I just really believe, I, I want us to pray for two different things. We normally just have a prayer and we close it, but I really want to do two things today. I'm going to ask uh, that Chris, that that you pray for the people. Uh, we're going to take mm-hmm. a moment here and we're going to pray for the people of Haiti mm-hmm. and, and the very things that you ask about. And, and we're going to agree with you and many, many people I know that are agreeing. Mm-hmm. But I hope that this podcast will also cause a little bit of awakening to people, uh, a few more prayer warriors that mm-hmm. possibly Amen. that are listening, that are going to pray for Haiti mm-hmm. and for the people and for the government. And then after that, we're going to ask you, Chris, then to pray for our listeners that maybe are having just a little bit of a hard time saying mm-hmm. yes to God. Absolutely. But we're going to have Chris with a C. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have Chris to pray for the country of Haiti. And those of you out there, please join in with us to pray for this precious people in this country heavenly father we just come before you in jesus name and god we just come before you standing with our faith at the table and with the faith of our um listeners god for the country of haiti lord and lord we just thank you that you you desire good things for this nation it's clear and it's evident god it's clear by the spirits of these people lord that we heard about today and just the heart and the generosity and this the faith and and everything god and we just thank you lord that you're just you're just doing a mighty move, Lord, that you're doing a mighty move within the government. You're doing a mighty move um, with the influencers of the nation, God, whether it's changing hearts of current leaders, whether it's, it's overthrowing leaders, whatever it takes, God, you're mighty and you're good. And we just thank you, God, that you are moving, Lord, and, and every dollar that needs to come into this nation will come in, Lord, that your Holy Spirit will just move on the people and that hearts will be moved and economy will grow and vision will be happen and creation will happen, Lord God, within this nation. Lord, and we just thank you for just bringing people like the Coleman's and God to be influencers and to be uh, catalysts of change, Lord God, that that they will, that the lights will shine, God, and that you will um, just cause the, um, you spoke, God, and you said that we would be the salt of the earth and the city on the hill, God, and they would be that in Haiti, God, and you'll see them be more people like that in Haiti, God, they will be the salt, and they will be the light, and they will be the influence, and they will be the change that this nation needs, God, because you do care about it lord and we thank you for that thank in you, jesus lord. name yes god we are so thankful for the opportunity yes. to come today and to be able to share a little piece of the country that we love and the ministry yes. we get to do mm-hmm. lord thank you for this opportunity just to meet with these yes. wonderful people and to mm-hmm. to be able to share about 
um, about Haiti and the things going on there. And Lord, we ask that you would be with those who you are nudging to go yes. into ministry, yes. to go into missions, to mm-hmm. to serve you, God. Lord, that yes. you would just begin to mm-hmm. uh, open doors for them. Yes. God, yes. that you would help them to have the yes. the boldness, yes. the, yes. the courage yes. to take that first mm-hmm. step and to see how you work you. things out. Yes. And God, that you would, you would keep your hand Praise upon them. God, that you would give them... Um, vision for what you want them to do. God, that you would give them a burden for what you want them to do. And God, that you would just bring all the pieces in in place, God, so they know that your hand is there. But Lord, for those who are timid, we ask for God that you would give them boldness right now, just to help them to make that step and follow the call that you've placed on their life. And Lord, we ask that you would bless their ministry, bless their faith, and Lord, help them to do great things for your kingdom. We ask this in your name yes. amen. Amen. amen until the next time at the table with Darlene may the peace of God rule and reign in your hearts God bless you thank you for joining us today at at the table with Darlene we'd love to hear from you email us at darlenesolidrock at gmail.com let us know any topics you would like to hear from at the table you can also check us out at darleneroads.org. Also at wawministries.org. Thanks again for joining us at At the Table with Darlene.